Mark chapter 2, verse 18. The Word of God reads, The disciples of John and of the Pharisees were fasting. Then they came and said to him, Why do the disciples of John and of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus said to them, Can the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and then they will fast in those days. No one sews a piece of unstrung cloth on an old garment, or else the new piece pulls away from the old, and the tear is made worse. And no one puts new wine. Somebody say new wine. Somebody say new wine. And then it says into old wineskins, or else the new wines burst at the wineskins. The wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined, but new wine must be put into new wineskins. New wine must be put into new wineskins. New wine must be put into new wineskins. Father, be with us these next few moments. Remove me, place your Holy Spirit behind this pulpit. Let he that has an ear, let him hear. Father, give us a new wine and give us some new wineskins. Lord, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. We all said, before you're seated, shake your neighbor's hand and ask them, what's in that wine? Then you may be seated. What's in that wine? Pastor's going to be talking about wine not the kind of wine where you're complaining not the kind of wine that you're drinking but the kind of wine that God wants to put inside of you that prayerfully it'll get some of you guys kind of drunk in the spirit wait did he just say that you're going to get drunk at church that's exactly what I said. I think some of you, I'm going to be very honest, I think some of you guys need to get drunk again. I think some of you guys, you ain't been drunk in a while. You are so stiff in the spirit, of course, that you need to get drunk. Well, no, what is being drunk? Now, I'm not going to go there necessarily tonight, but when I talk about wine, you're going to know what I'm talking about. In other words, it just changes. Something has to change. When you put wine inside of you, a new person comes out. It's just a, now, some of you used to drink the old wine, and you didn't like that person. I'm not talking about that person. I'm talking about a new wine. Tell your neighbor, new wine. Now, what's very important when we look at this portion of Scripture here in the Bible, throughout the Gospels, we always see a constant battle between the religious leaders and Jesus. There's a constant battle between the Pharisees, the scribes, the Sadducees. There is always a battle going on. Most of the time, it was even a political battle. Yes, Jesus even got into political battles, even with his very own disciples. They were always having a battle on what is right and what is righter. What is great and what is greater. The battles that they would have a lot of times, matter of fact, one of the battles they had was about Sabbath worship and about healing on the Sabbath. Oh, no, you can't do that. 
You can't heal on the Sabbath. That's not a part of the law, right? Because that's what Pharisees do. They want to make sure that the law is being taken care of. Got to make sure that it's there. Matter of fact, also, you'll find it in Mark chapter 7. The Pharisees would come and they talked about uh, clean food. No, that's, that's unclean. You can't have that. And here they come and say, wait, wait, wait. Don't call anything unclean that God has said is clean. Don't say that God can't use an ex-drug addict to preach the gospel. God can do whatever he wants. Don't say that gang members are no good for nothing. God knows exactly what he's doing. He can turn anything around. What you say is old, I have made telling you. There was always battles going on. Even there was battles in Matthew chapter 22. You'll find out about how they came to Jesus and they were talking about taxes. Yes, they were even talking about taxes way before Trump, way before Obama, way before Bush, way before Clinton. They were trying to bring Jesus into taxes. You know what Jesus did when it came to taxes? He basically said, shut up. Matter of fact, you want to know the exact words, you know what he said? He said, man, you bunch of hypocrites. What's wrong with you? And he's talking to people who go to church. Forget CNN and Fox and all that other. Forget it. Let's talk about in the church. Forget them. How are you doing with your finances? What are you doing? See, there was all these issues always going on, all these different problems about divorce and and sinners and ministry needs and all these different things. There was a constant battle going on. But yet Jesus came and he said, look, I didn't come to abolish the law, but I came to fulfill the law. I come to fulfill it. In other words, it's already there. If you would just leave it, it will accomplish what it's supposed to accomplish. It's going to happen. Uh, I was reading this. There's an illustration about when it comes to understanding what it is to destroy and to accomplish. And now there's two ways to destroy a thing. There's two ways to destroy anything. One is that you can smash it, destroy it, get rid of it, or you can permit it to fulfill itself. Two ways to destroy anything. Think about it. One, smash it. Get rid of it. Or just allow it to fulfill its course. A perfect example I can think of is an acorn. An acorn can be smashed with a hammer or it can be planted and allowed to grow into an oak tree. In both instances, the destruction of the acorn is accomplished. But in the second instance, the acorn is destroyed by fulfilling its potential. Either which way, it's gone. But you just got to figure out which way do you want to get rid of the old. Which way do you want? No, it's got to be like this. This is the way it's always been done. No, my friend, if you're going to get a new 2018, then stop thinking like 2017. Stop thinking like 2014. Stop trying to bring in 2013 into 2018. My friend, you just got to allow God to do what he wants to do within your life. Stop always trying to control it, do it your way. You can have all the battles you want with God, but he's not going to abolish it. He came to fulfill it. It's going to happen. Might as well let it happen the way God wants it to happen. You might as well. Tell your neighbor and say, you might as well. Come on, tell them one more time. Tell them with some attitude. Tell them, you might as well. You might as well. You might as well go into 2018 smiling. You might as well go into 2018 with some joy. 
Aren't you tired of going? And every year, here it is, another year. I guess I just got to live through this year. I, I guess I just got to keep breathing, and I guess, I, just, I guess so. Aren't you tired of that? I'm tired of that. I want to go into 2018. Yeah, my bank account may not look all that great. Yeah, I may not have everything in the driveway. I may not have the biggest house. But what I do have, God is going to fulfill every promise in my life. This is my 2018. I don't care what anybody else says. It's my year. It's your year. Tell your neighbor, it's your year. See, I believe there was two reasons why these Pharisees Always seem to hate Jesus so much. There's two reasons. Now, there's a lot, but I just picked two that I saw. I go, man, as I begin to read these stories, and even in this particular portion of Scripture, why are they hating on Jesus? See, you and I, I love Jesus. Oh, he's the greatest. Praise the Lord. But when Jesus actually started talking, they go, oh, I love you. Yeah, I love that, but I don't like what you said. Hold on one second. Why, why are you doing this? So as I found this, there's two reasons why. One reason why I think that they were hating on Jesus because they were jealous. They were jealous. See, the Pharisees didn't like it because Jesus had a following that didn't include them. They had their own plans, and it didn't include Jesus. Some of you guys are going to catch that one on the way home right there. See, they figured if it was religious... It would have to go through them and approved by them. It was not their idea, and they were not going to get any credit for it, and so therefore they didn't like it. God, no, 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 this is my plans. You must bless my plans. Your plans are pretty cool, but my plans are better. So if you bless my plans, then I'll like it. If you don't bless my plans, I'm hating this. It's horrible. Pharisees always found themselves jealous. You know what also the thing about Pharisees is that Pharisees were always resistant to change. They didn't like change. You know what I found that actually a lot of people don't like change. It's very hard for us to see change. See, the reason why when Jesus came and he shared this portion of the scripture about new wineskins and new wine was because you have to remember the Pharisees, they were always referring to the prophets or to Moses. They were always looking to there. So I believe one of the worst scriptures for a Pharisee was Isaiah chapter 43. They did not like that scripture because here comes Jesus kind of fulfilling what Isaiah, the prophet, that they look up to, that they held in high regards, all of a sudden started doing what they did not like. And it was the change. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18, it says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. No, no, no. I don't, I don't like the new thing. Let's keep the old thing. The old thing, the old ways, and we're going to be okay. We do too much new stuff. Hold on. You're going to disrupt the system. And if you disrupt the system, something's going to go awry. I don't like this. But Isaiah said, therefore, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Paul said it like this in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. He says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You see, the Pharisees, they had a system. They had their way, and it worked for them, or so they thought. 
See, in their mind, everything was okay. Surely, they were having to compromise and put on a show, but it, that was, it's what everybody did. As we study and we even look at the disciples, we notice that a deep desire to, to follow Christ was in their new nature. It was as, as if they were sitting on the outside, looking in, going, I want more. Somebody say, I want more. See, when you read this story, I get this impression even from Nicodemus. As he came to Jesus by night, something had kind of piqued his interest. Something that told him there was more than just what, what he saw. See, when it comes to wineskins, what happens when you try to put the new wine in the old wineskins? You know what happens? This is what happens. One is that the old wineskins stifles the new wine, keeping it under wraps. And the second thing, this is the one that got me, when it comes to new wine going into old wineskins, is that the old wine takes away the joy of the new wine. The old wine takes away the joy of the new wine. In other words, it doesn't taste the same. Doesn't How come it doesn't taste the way I see it? In other words, it's kind of like this. You see people up here, right? They're up here jumping and dancing and dancing. And you're looking at them going, how come we're in the same year, but they got more joy than me? I don't understand. You know why? Because old wineskins, you're in a new year, but you're with the same wineskins. It's very difficult to taste the new joy because the old wineskins. The old wineskins takes away the new wine. It takes away the new joy. See, the Bible says that God's mercy, God's blessings, God's favor are renewed every morning. See, God wants to do a new thing. Somebody say new thing. Somebody say new thing. See, and I sense that God wants to do a new wine, a new thing in Victory on Retard, but we cannot have the old wineskins. We cannot have the old ways of doing it. There's going to have to be a new wineskin for some new wines. I'm praying that by the end of this sermon, some of you guys are going to catch some new wine here. You're going to get some new joy, a new spirit, a new peace, a new joy, a new love, a new hope, a new faith. Something new. Somebody say something new. Something new. But if God's going to give you new wine, you're not going to be able to keep it with the old wineskins. You cannot keep it with the old mentality. You can't keep it with the old thinking. You cannot keep the new blessings of 2018 with the thinking of 2016. So if you're going to catch this by the end of the night, I'm telling you. It's, it's, it, I'm letting it, you know, as they say with wine, it's got to ferment right now. It's got to kind of it's gotta get, it, get in there like, wait a second, wait a second. Wait a second, I'm not getting this right now. I mean, I get it, but I don't. I understand it, but I don't. So right now, it's, it's brewing right now. Something's happening right now. Something's taking place right now. Some old things got to get rid of so that the new can come in. Behold, the old is gone. The new has come. The old is gone. The new has come. See, some of you are wondering why right now at the end of the year, some of your old friends stop texting you. It's not that they stop texting you. It's just they don't belong in the new wineskin. See, so you're going to catch this by the end of the night. Trust me. You're going to catch it. You're going to catch it. Trust me. So you want, how come it's not the same as it was before? I want everything the same. And God says, no, you need new wine. I want to give you new wine, but you cannot have the old wineskins. 
There's got to be a new wineskin, a new thinking. God wants to do something new in Victory Outreach Hearts. God wants to do something new in Victory Outreach Hearts. His mercies are new every morning. And I believe that this year of 2018, Victory Outreach Heart of the Bay is going to get some new wine. We're going to have some freshness inside of us like you've never seen before. You cannot dwell on the things of the past. But the new is coming. The new is coming. The men's home is going to be new. Not, oh, it's the old men's home. No, it's a new men's home. Look, if we get a women's home, we can't do it the old way. We got to do it a new way. You know what? I'm still trying to figure out how we can, we can get a youth home. That's even possible. Can we do that? Is that even possible? I don't even know if it's possible. According to the new policies, you actually can't. But they don't know my God like that. We have some new wineskins. Got some new wineskins now. Some of you are trying to figure it out. Some of you are trying to figure it out right now. Okay, how can we do that? Look at, don't worry about it. God didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. Stop trying to figure it out. Just let God do what he wants to do. See, some of you even right now, you're trying to figure it out. You, you hear the, mission, the, the people that we want to send up here as missionaries go, I want to go on a missionary trip, but how do I do that? See, if I do it this way, but then I got to be able to, well, if I have the fight, but then the taxes, but then I got to be, man, I'm not, so you're trying to figure it out. See, your heart says, I want to do it. And God says, I'm going to give it. But the old wineskins say, you ain't getting nothing. You're not doing nothing. You can't do that. See, that's why even some of you right now, you have been hurt from the past. You've been hurt from your exes. That's why it's hard to get new. Did he just go there? I think he just went there. He just went there. That's why it's difficult. Every man, get away from me. Every woman, don't touch me. I can't do that. I've been hurt too much. I've been messed around too much. You don't understand what I've been through. Get away from me. You know why? Because that's a bunch of old wineskins. Just keep kicking. That's why no new wine's coming in. See, that's why you hear about the blessings of God, that God wants to do something even in your life. God has wanted to bless many of you with a business, but you say, I can't do that. It's not me. I've I've never been any good with that. No one's going to listen to me. What good am I with a business? God says, no, I want to give you a business, but you're still thinking the old way. I want to bless you. See, that's why some of you have a heart for it, but you still have the old wineskins. I believe that this year in 2018, God's going to bless you with a new wine and new wineskins. Some of you guys are going to have new blessings, new favor, new mercies, new favor this year in 2018. His mercies are new every morning. Now, this is very important. It's got to be new. Somebody say new. See, if we live in yesterday's favor, we can miss today's blessings. If we live in yesterday's favor, in other words, for those of you that have been a part of Victory Average Heart of the Bay for a while, and you've been here, and you can easily look back and say, man, I remember what God did there on Huntwood. I remember what God did on Huntwood, but you know the thing about it is that Huntwood was Huntwood. Where's the next hunter's? Where's the next ones that are going to go forward? Where's the next ones? Where's the new mercies? 
I thank God for Huntwood. I thank God for Royal Avenue. I thank God for Mission Paradise. If we want to go even deeper, I thank God for the Union City bowling alley that we really never got. So you remember that. We were in there. We were doing work in there. We started doing construction. I, was, I think I was like 14 years old with a hammer. I didn't even know what I was doing. But my dad said, see that piece of wood? Hit it. I was like, I could hit this. This is do- a banging thing. I'm like, yeah. You know, you're 14 years old. You just want to just break things down. Like, yeah, let's do it. So we were all excited. Yeah, we were doing that for a month. And then a month later, they said, huh, I'm sorry. Give me back the keys. You can't have it. Oh, man. But the thing about it is that God never wanted to give us a new building. He just wanted to give us a new mind. See, that's, that's why some of it, you, you got to understand this right now. What you're involved in right now, you think it's all about getting the building. It's not about getting the building. The, this is just a building. This is just a structure. You're the church. You're the church. Wherever we go, he goes. That's how it works. He dwells with us. We cannot live on yesterday's favor. We're going to miss tomorrow's blessing. Don't miss it. Tell your neighbor, don't miss it. See, God is up to something new. Somebody say new. See, we need to know the times, like I shared earlier, even just a couple weeks ago, how the men of Issachar, they came and they knew the times. They understood the relevant times. We need to be men and women that understand the times. We need to be set apart. Somebody say set apart. See, when Christ came into our lives, there were some things that had to change. We cannot fit our new life into old attitudes. We cannot fit our new blessings into old testimonies. We cannot fit our new disciplines with our old habits. We need something new. Somebody say something new. I think it was Albert Einstein that said insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Right? Doing the same thing over and over. Man, why hasn't it changed? Because you're doing the same thing. You're in the same place. Not physically, mentally, spiritually. You're in the same place. You got to do something new. Try something new. Don't keep on thinking, man, it's going to change this year. If if your results are going to change, then your character's got to change. If your results are going to change, your character has to change. See, whenever, you ever notice that whenever we pray, we say, God, change my circumstance. And God says, no, actually, I put the circumstance there. The circumstance is there to change you. There's a lot of situations, and, and believe me, even right now, I'm doing a whole lot of hospital visits, different men and women that I'm coming. And, I, and as a pastor, I don't have every answer. Man, pastor, why do I have this cancer? Why do I have this you know, this, uh, you know, happening, this inflammation. Why is this taking, why is this arthritis? Why can't God just heal me? Listen, for one thing, let me just tell you right now. I'm a pastor. I'm not God. I know a lot of people come to me and say, Pastor, you should have the answers. I don't have all the answers. I've studied a good book. This is a really good book. It can really help. But what I've learned is that everybody goes through different seasons. And the seasons that's what I have learned that you don't want to miss. See, some of you right now, you're in the process of pain, and you're wondering and you're waiting for God to take away the pain, and God's saying, I'm not trying to take away the pain. The pain is what's actually going to get you to your promise. It's going to get you to your promise. I know. See, so, some of you right now, you're like, yeah, no, no, no. I don't like that one. I don't like that. I don't like that. Why can't I just go through the process and have a great promise at the end? 
Why can't I just wake up new every morning with a new promise? Have you ever thought about this? This is just what I've ever thought about. It's not in my notes, but I've always thought about waking up in the morning and never having to take a shower. See, some of you right now, see, you're thinking like, what? You would stink. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you wake up and you didn't stink, you're just fresh. Your breath was clean. Your hair was done. No needing to put up. You would just wake up and you can hear all the birds. You can even whistle back to the birds. Hey there, birdie. You woke up. Your, your clothes were pressed. They were cleaned. Perf- everything was just perfect. You walk, into, you walk into work. Hi, Bob. Your boss said every day that you walk in on time, you get a raise. Good job. Yet it doesn't happen. You actually have to take a shower. You actually have to brush your teeth. You actually have to put your shoes on yourself. You actually have to drive through that ugly traffic. You actually got to deal with that ugly boss. You actually have to go through that crazy work. Like, man, why do I have to do that? Why can't I just accept the promise? Why do I have to wander around for 40 years? For whatever reason, there's a process to your promise. I know you may not like it. I know it doesn't feel good, but this is very important. While you're in the process, God is trying to, uh, God is trying to produce a new you. See, you're thinking it's a new promise, not realizing it's a new you. God wants to do something inside of you. His mercies are new every morning. You know what I love about that scripture? His mercies are new every morning. What do you do every morning? Now, some of you guys, you have different mornings. Some of you wake up at 3 in the morning, right? Some of you wake up at 4 in the morning. Some of you wake up at 6 in the morning. Some of you at 7 in the morning. But whenever you, that your morning comes, the first thing that you have to do is you have to wake up. In order for there to be a morning, some of your mornings, some of you have mornings at 6 o'clock at night. That's why some people leave here at church because they got to go to work at 8 at night. But the thing about the morning is that the morning represents the sun rising and you waking up. So what does that mean? That means that the joy of the Lord will show up when you wake up. Some of you right now, you're asleep. Not here. Hopefully you're not asleep right now. But you're spiritually asleep. You can hear me. You ever been asleep and you can hear people? Right? See, some of you, you're asleep right now. You can hear me. You hear everything I'm saying. But you're asleep, so you can't do anything of what the process allows you to do. So you're wondering, man, how, how come this is still happening the same old way? Why am I still getting the same result? Why is this? Still? Because you've been sleeping since 2014. I believe that some of you right here, right now, it is time for you to wake up. No more doing the same thing of 2015, of 2016. If you want 2018 to be your year, you have to say, God, I want to be a new man. I need a new mind, a new heart. I need a new wineskin. skin. 
He's going to give you a new wine, but he can't give it to you if you're going to have the old wineskins. It's going to burst. It's going to be no good. That's why many times we say, man, I want what he's got, but you can't get what he's got because you don't have a new wineskin. You want to get what he's got or what she's got when they jump and when they shout and when they dance, then my friend, you got to get a new wineskin. It cannot be the same old, same old. Aren't you tired of the same old baloney? Right? I hate baloney. I can't stand baloney. Then stop making baloney. Change it. No, I don't know. See, and I'm saying this, I'm trying to reiterate it over and over and over and over again. Because some of you, you you're, you're, you're hearing me, but I don't know if you're listening to me. You're hearing what I'm saying. You're like, man, that makes good sense, Pastor. That makes great sense. Oh, no, I love it. I love it. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you're going to walk out of here and do the same thing. You're going to do the exact same thing. The same thing over and over. See, that's why whenever the opportunity comes to grow your faith, step out. Step out. See, some of you right now, you've never tithed before in your life. Try tithing. Just try it. See what happens. Some of you, you've been tithing, but you've never given of offerings. You've never been a part of United We Can. Try it. See what happens. I'm telling you. See, this, see that's the, the new wineskins right there. You're like, what? I, man, that's a little bit too crazy right there. I've never, never done that before. I don't know if I could do that. See, some of you, you've never come to church service two times in a row. Try it. I'm telling you, it works. See, some of you, you come to church when you feel like it, not when you faith like it. You come to church when you feel like it. You know what? I feel like it. it's pretty good. I'm going to go. I'm going to show up to church. I think I'll just show up. I will uh, allow everybody to feel my presence tonight. Look, it, it's not about your presence. We're glad you're here. We're excited you're here. But to be very honest, we want God's presence. My prayer here is that you would want his presence. And so it's being able to get to that discipline. Now, remember, the old wineskins that he was talking about was having to do with fasting. That's what they were talking about. They're talking about prayer and fasting. Some of you, you've never prayed longer than five minutes. Guess what? Let's try it. Let's go six minutes this year. Let's do something brand new. Let's, let's, let's shake the devil up. Let's go seven minutes. I mean, if you really want to go into the ocean, try eight minutes. I mean, if you really want to get deep, I mean, you really want to get deep, let's skip nine. Let's go ten minutes. See, some of you right now are like, man. See, and the reason why I'm saying this is because many of you, you come to church and you want prayer. Pray for me. Rather than coming and saying, how can I pray for you? Big difference, right? Big di- see, see the wineskin switch? The wineskin switch? Because the wineskin's always been, I come to church to, for people to pray for me. People to do something for me. But when you get new wineskins, it's, hey, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? It cha- the things change. See, some of you are thinking right now, you're like, well, I'm poor. I'm a, I don't have a lot of money. So if I come to church, somebody's going to have to give me. But see, when you understand the wineskins and when you understand what God wants to do, it's not about I'm going to show up and somebody's going to give me, but it's I'm going to show up and who can I give to It's a totally different thinking. It changes your mentality. It changes the way you do things. And when you change your mentality, you will change the wine. It changes. It all changes. That's why I'm saying in 2018, if you want to get a different result, change some things. 
Some of you right now, just try this. Just try it. Turn off the TV when you get home and just try it. Pray. Oh, man, but I love my show. It's my favorite show. You don't even know. I love NCIS. It's the best. I love Law and Order. Actually, we love Law and Order. That's actually pretty cool. I haven't seen it in a long time, a couple months. But when we would watch it, it was a good show. Pretty good show. I don't watch TV that much, but it was a good show. And so some of you are like, man, I have to do this. I have to go here. I have to. I have to. Who says you have to? You don't have to do anything. You should want to. See, that's why when you come to church, my prayer is that you don't have to come to church, but that you want to come to church. I want to be a new man. I want to be a new woman. I want to be a new husband. I want to be a new wife. Or for some of you, you want to be a wife. Nobody wanted to say amen on that one. You want to be a husband. There you go. All right. Caught that right there. If you want a husband, ladies, then stop trying to go after a boyfriend. You're trying to go after a boy. Don't get a boy. You need a man. Big difference. New wineskin. See, somebody got to change your mentality. That's why it keeps happening, the same old thing. Man, why do I keep getting these guys? It's not that you're getting these guys. It's you're the same girl. You're the same one. You need a new wineskin. That's the way that it works. See, people always think, well, if, you know, if this would happen, if this would happen. No, if you would happen, if you would change, if you would see it, then you'll see a change. You'll see some. You will see and you will taste the new wine. Taste and see that the Lord is. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And his mercies endure forever. In 2018, this is my prayer. My prayer is that in 2018, we're going to have more men and women that can taste the joy of the Lord. That's been my prayer. I wrote that down. That's my prayer, is that in 2018, we're going to have more men and women that can taste the joy of the Lord. Men and women that are going to see and experience the power of God and stop watching the power of God. And stop just saying, man, that's good for them. No, it's good for you too. Man, I'm glad they got their healing. You can get your healing too. Man, I'm, that, that's good for them. It's good for you too. Man, I'm glad, glad they got blessed. You can get blessed too. But you got to change the wineskins. God wants to give. We're pouring out new wine every Thursday, every Sunday. It's coming out new. But that's why some of you can't contain it and it's bursting because you got the old wineskins. In 2018, you got to get a new wineskin so you can get some new wine. God wants to do something fresh and new at Victory Outreach, Heart of the Bay. It's something fresh. What it is, I don't know. I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. When's it coming? I don't know, but I'm waiting for it. All I know is one thing. When the new wine comes, I'm making sure this thing ain't bursting. I got to contain it. I got to hold on to it. God's giving me a new wine, new plan, new strategy. Some of you here this year, you've been doing things the same old, same old. It's time to change it now. It's time to change it up. If you want to see something new, you want to see God in a whole new way, change it up. Shock them. 
wake up in the morning and just don't brush your teeth and shower. Try this. After you clean your teeth, after you clean your body, clean your soul. It's new. I know it's a brand new concept to pray in the morning, but try it. It works. See, so, some of you right now are like, no, Pastor, I, I can't do that. I got to go to work. I have to be on time. I got to be there. Well, then just wake up a little bit earlier. I know it's a new thing, but there's actually 24 hours in a day. You should try it. It's weird. It's crazy. Just try it. Everybody always thinks, no, oh, man, I don't have enough time. I don't. We all have the same amount of time. We all have the same amount of time, same amount of hours. Many of us, we got the same problems, same challenges, same things that happen. Matter, matter of fact, some of you work at the same job. But even with the same job, you see people with a different spirit. Why? Because they have a different mentality. Different mentality. Some of you guys, you're in the same men's home. You sleep in the same room on the same bunks. And how come one guy is happier than the other? Because he has a different mentality. It just changes. It's a different way of looking at it. See, some of you, you're in the home right now, and it's not that you're, you're in there and you're doing time, but time's doing you, as they say, right? You're just in there and just time's doing you. You're just passing the hours, passing the hours. I'm an ex-drug addict. I'm an ex-gang member. I'm an ex-this. No, you're not an ex-anything. You're a pastor. You were just off the pathway. Now you're back on the path. You're a teacher. You're, you got off the path. You're back on it. You just, you got to change your mentality. That's all it is. 2018, you got to change your mentality. You just got to change the way you see things. Change the way that you see it. Watch what can happen when you get new wineskins in 2018. Bow your heads with me here tonight. Bow your heads with me here this evening. Father, I pray right now, Lord God, for new wineskins. New wineskins in 2018. Bless the men and women, Lord God. Bless them, Lord Jesus. Let your spirit... Let your spirit, Lord God, be stronger than anything and anyone else, Lord God. Let there be a new chapter within our lives, Lord God. A new chapter within our lives. Moving forward for the blessings that God has for us. But Lord, that we would be willing to let go of the old, Lord God. Let us get ready for the new. Let us get prepared for the new. Let us get in the right position. For the new God for 2018. 2018 is here. Let us not wake up in 2019 and say what happened to this past year. But Lord, let us be effective. Let us be intentional. Let us be prepared for the promises that you're giving us. With every head bowed and every eye closed, and you're here tonight and you're saying, you know what? I want to prepare for 2018. I don't want to go into this year. The same way that I've gone into the past years, but I'm ready for a new year. I'm ready for a new year. This is not the slogan. It's not cliche of the new year and new you and the new me. But no, this is really something new, something fresh for your 2018. I know maybe 2017 wasn't fair to you. I know 2017 may have not been the best for you. But it doesn't mean that your 2018 is going to be horrible. Actually, it's going to be a great year because if you have a new thinking, the same thing could happen from 2017, but you have a new perspective in 2018. It changes everything. Changes everything. New wineskins. New wineskins. New wineskins. 
Watch what God wants to do within your marriage. God, watch what God wants to do within your finances. Watch what God wants to do within your parenting. Watch what God wants to do. You're going to be a new woman. You're a new man. You're a new husband. You're a new wife. You're a new mother. You're a new father. I'm telling you, all things are new. All things have been made new. All things have been made new. With every head bowed and every eye closed, and you're here tonight, and you're saying, you know what? I want to be a new man. I want to be a new woman. I don't want to be the same person. I want to do something.